G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today on 1629 SEN Hobart. Jack and Payne with Jack Revolt and Tim Payne. Welcome back to Jack and Payne. Thanks to Harrison Agents selling your home. Contact Harrison Agents today. Well, we are very, very lucky. Payne's delved into his little black book again, and he's got us a great guest today. Um, before I introduce this man, I'm going to put it on him because the last Tasmanian cricketer we had on the show, he absolutely dropped a few grenades and oh. sent us around the world. Viral. So, Peter Siddle, you have got big, big shoes to fill here, mate. So, you're going to have to tell us your deepest and darkest secrets. Sitsy, welcome <laughs> to the show, no mate. Pressure, How are you? Boys? <laughs> yeah, I'm very well, um, boys. Thanks for having me on. Well, very different. Sids and, and Jim Cock Faulkner. Even in their bat, Sids's interview will be more like he's batting, he's stoic. He'll play straight and he'll just hit the ball where it should go. The Gymcock tends to swing a little bit harder. but All the fences. Honorary Tasmanian he is now, Jack, so it's great to have him bloody on. Bloody oath he is, bloody oath he is. Well, Sidzy, take us through what happened last week. You were up in Brisbane. We were playing uh, the Queensland Bulls. Then all of a sudden we're on a plane heading back to Tassie. What's happened with the postponement of the uh, of the Shield game? I oh, know, very disappointing, um, especially when you're leading into your first game. You just want to get out there and play. But, um, yeah, we had a lovely trip up the Gold Coast, prepared there well, and... Got to Brisbane, on the bus to, to day one, feeling good. Rock up to the ground. They say, um, yeah, maybe just go pack your bags, boys. Looks like, <laughs> looks like you can go home and um, and maybe get ready to leave. Um, so, yeah, it was obviously day one got postponed. Head back to the hotel. Um, pack up the, the bags back there just in case. And then, yeah, literally a couple of hours later, got the call as well that we were leaving the state. So it all happened very quickly. But, um, yeah, looks like we got some movement. We might be going to Adelaide hopefully, um, to play some cricket soon. Since it was true that some of the boys were actually there warming up, like the warm-up had started for the batters, is that right? Yeah, yeah. so the first bus had left, the batters, um, pretty standard, they go nice and early, have their little throwdowns. Bunch of nerds, um, them. No, definitely not. The second bus left too early for me, don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we rock, the second bus rocks up, and um, yeah, the first boy's still hitting some balls, but um, Kepler, match referee, Kepler, Kepler Whistles, he comes over and pretty much said that... Um, yeah, might as well just call your Jets, boys. There's yep. a chance that today could be done and um, we'll discuss further and a couple of hours later, we're off. Yeah, and so Kepler, Jack, and, and for the listeners don't know, the old opening batter for Australia and South Africa, he's actually a match referee now for Cricket Australia. So um, probably contrary to what Ian Healy and a few other people from Queensland said, it, it wasn't Tasmania who called the game off. It was it was done at a high level and Cricket Australia were in, involved in that decision. But I suppose it's now uh, sort of two-part question. Do, do you support the decision that was made to come home to Tassie and then can you explain to us going forward as we are now this morning what it looks like for the rest of the season and when our next game might be? Um, yeah, obviously you want to play so initially you're like, oh I just want to play yeah. you know, but there's greater things um, happening around the around the country at the moment so we've got to take that into account uh, I've read some of the stuff that heals yeah. and the CEO up there have Aggressive, said and, weren't they? and obviously they were disappointed, they want to see cricket played and we like we all do um, but then that was yesterday when there was no cases and now today there's six which you know could be nothing but could be something so it is disappointing but yeah at the, at the end of the day we might be able to now play that game in a different state potentially Adelaide 
um, next week and actually get the game finished whereas this game in the end would have just got postponed anyway um, and not gotten a result so at the end of the day it's a pretty good place to be in that um, we get a chance to play the game properly and all but in a different state but hopefully yeah we can get um, get stuck into that next week a ball hasn't been bowled Sid and we're already having COVID nightmares here with well, it's been a part of Australian sport now for nearly two years and, and the Shield hasn't even started. Not one bowl has been bowled. Is there a concern that the season will will not pl- be played out or it's going to have to be changed? Um, clearly at the moment we, we can't play uh, in Queensland, uh, sorry, in, in New South Wales and Victoria. Queensland's looking a little bit more shaky. Do you feel like we may have to have a, a shortened Shield season or will it be all compacted into, into however many games in, in, in one certain state? Um, it's a tough one, I guess, especially with Shield cricket um, being a four-day game, it's actually hard to contain it in one state um, and have enough grounds to facilitate all the all the matches. So it is going to be tough. We tried it a little bit in Adelaide last year um, where, yeah, the, we're all there. We played four games um, and it was hard work on the wickets. The wickets wear quite quickly and don't really last. So to, to hold it in one state like other sports, it's a bit tough to play Shield cricket. Um, so I think, yeah, it'll probably just be a restructured um, season. Fixtures will have to sort of be adapted as we go. Um, and similar to this little hiccup that hopefully, yeah, we can just, like I said, we can play it again um, next week in, in Adelaide. But I think by putting out a full schedule, it's probably going to be impossible. But, yeah, like last year, we ended up playing eight Shield games. Um, we had a final in the end um, and got the season done and dusted with missing a few games. So... Hopefully it's not as drastic as that, but hopefully, yeah, we can get enough cricket in to play a final and, and, and in end, obviously name a winner. Yeah, let's hope they find a way. Now, Sid, you're into your second year down in Tasmania. Um, I think signed on for a third potentially or could be. Um, I'm hoping Let's so, hope anyway. so, mate, yeah. Um, but you've been living at the wool store. Now, well, there's get, nothing... you out there for the Yeah, absolutely. It's a terrific <laughs> hotel down on the water. Jack, as you know... I'm but, looking for um, a place to stay hotel. for November, December, wool store, so hit no, me up. No, they'll look after you, no <laughs> doubt about that. But, mate, you must now, you're starting to feel like a Tasmanian. You live down on the waterfront. You've been here now for the winter. Uh, didn't get to go back to England, so you've gone through the Tasmanian cold winter. You, you're feeling like a Tasmanian now? No, not really, because <laughs> I, <start, laughs> I was up in Brisbane for two months. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> How about that, Jack? <laughs> so I've missed, I've missed most of the winter anyway. Does, so. that, does that happen in AFL? You just, if you, once you get to a certain level, you've played enough tests, it's like you can go to Brisbane, Sids, look after your body and come back when you're ready. So you've just pulled rank there and said, I'm not hanging around, boys. See you later. I'll skip up to the sunny, <laughs> oh, sunshine I did go to England. I went to England, but only for a short time. I went to England for two months. I came home, had to quarantine. So I'm like, well, I might as well quarantine in Brisbane. There's nice hotels up there for quarantine. It's a smart choice. And then once I got out, I'm like... It's pretty good weather up here. I might as well just stay for a little bit. Um, yeah, and a little bit turned into into eight weeks. So I'm surprised you got um, on the plane when they said you boys have got to head back to Tassie. Even even a few days ago, they had to get back. I mean, you just didn't stay. No, they, they, they only just got me back. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Kicking the screen um, through the but door. But no, they've got that storm. I think that you guys are getting in Melbourne, all up the east coast. So I knew that was coming. So there's no point staying up there. But um, no, I haven't experienced too much of it. But uh, today was quite fresh. Wasn't um, it? So. It did feel like England, but um, yeah, fair to say I can't handle the cold weather. No, that's true. Now, Sid, we want to take you down memory lane a little bit. Obviously, one of the great... The Ashes is coming around the corner, and one of the great Ashes moments is the Peter Siddle hat-trick on his birthday. Look, can you take us through it ball for ball? You still remember it, surely? 
Yeah, I still remember it. And, <laughs> and just when good. you get to the last one, can you tell me, did you did you mean to go for the Yorker? Well, we'll get to that. But, um, yeah, it was, it was memorable even before that is I'd been out with a stress fracture in my back for about uh, pretty much since February that year. So I'd been out for about nine, ten months. Yeah. Um, so it was just, I was just glad to be back in the side, get named in the 11. And you used to I'm prepare so well back then as well. You really looked after your body. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was ready to go, don't worry about that. <laughs> um, but no, so yeah, it was just amazing to be back. And then it was actually a pretty slow, boring day up until then. Not it much had happened. But um, yeah, Cookie, I think, who obviously became one of my good mates and teammates in Essex um, with over the last few years, um, yeah, happened to be the first wicket. Just took a little outside edge on about 60-odd or 70. Yeah. Watto caught it in his belly Didn't he? at second slip because he never really caught many in his hands. Not so. the most natural first slip um, of Big Watto. <laughs> so he took that, um, which was quite good. So they got they got him out of the way, done. And then Matty Pryor came in, who everyone talks about KP being my bunny. Yep. Matt Pryor was actually the um, batsman that I got out the most right. 11 times in Test cricket, um, KP 10. So he was my uh, my true bunny. Um, he came out, and as as always happened, especially early on, is you put a full ball and at the stumps, he usually plays and misses it. Kicked it or bowled him? No, nah, clean bowled him. Oh, clean okay. bowled him. Um, stumps, middle stumps. So that was that was gone. And then off we came to the hat trick ball. And like like any hat trick, yep. you always get plenty of advice from all yep. the players that have never got one. Yep. Um, <laughs> so it was um, it was pretty good to be at the ba- at the back down the end. Rare Mitch Johnson giving me a few tips. Um, but just the crowd. The the crowd was massive. Um, the Gabba. Back, so back then got decent crowds. Mitch so. Johnson was at mid off. Did you say Mitch? Yep. I'm going Yorker. Well, yeah, the crowd was big. It was roaring, you know. And um, now, nah, to be honest, I, I did not bowl the ball. I wanted to bowl. <laughs> I'm, all I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I just want to bowl fast, and I want to hit the wicket hard. <laughs> fast, hit the wicket hard. Fast, hit the wicket hard. So that's all I'm thinking as I'm running in, trying to hit the top of off. I'm thinking, yep, he would have been asleep. He'll slow getting out. He's not going to be ready for it. I'll get his outside edge caught. Done. Anyway, it's a it's a pretty much a full toss Yorker. Fast, miss the wicket. The old DK. Um, toe crusher and smacks him on the foot and up we went and uh, and the and the killer of it all though was DRS because it meant he could review it. Oh which, yeah, which means that yeah you don't get to celebrate it and have it right then. Is that um, one of the first years of DRS? Yeah, it was early DRS. I'm, I'm, days, I'm pretty it? old, so yeah. <laughs> it would have been one of the one of the early days. But um, but in saying that, I did by having DRS, I did get to celebrate it twice. So as much as it's a bit of a downer, I did get the chance to. Um, Obviously, have have a crack at celebrating it twice. Do you uh, is that your go to YouTube clip to watch Sidsy when you when you may be running a bit out of form? Because I'm I'm a bit like that. You might not have had a kick for a couple of weeks, and you know I go back to the 2019 grand final, watch when I jagged five, and and feel make myself feel a bit better. You, you down on form a little bit, and you just think I'm going to go to that birthday clip and see me take a uh, Ashes hat trick. Nah, to be fair, I hate watching cricket, so <laughs> even watching something like that um, is enough. But I get sent it enough, being on my birthday every year, um, it tends to pop up everywhere and come from every direction of messages on that day. So um, no, nah, I don't tend to watch it much all year. And then that day I end up watching it about 100 times, so <laughs> I'll just save it all up for that day. Very, very good, mate. Well, the Ashes is on and it's coming around. Well, hope, we hope it's coming around, what have you made of the commentary from the the England team and even Joe Root this week about just the I suppose there's conjecture, but there's a not not a great want for the English players to come out to Australia and be involved in this Ashes series. Yeah, it's disappointing. I think you know the, the, you probably look at some of the guys. Stuart Broad's been out injured since I think the first Test of the summer, 
and he was one of the first guys to come straight out and go, I'm, I'm in, count me in. I'm, if I'm fit, I'm, I'm going. Um, and it is disappointing. We, we, are, we all understand, I think, it's um, obviously different for Payne. He, he has got family, like some of the, um, the English guys with young kids and stuff like that. It's going to be hard. We're away and all that type of thing. But at the end of the day, they're away and do that. They've been doing that for years anyway on trips when they haven't taken their family. They've been away for three months and haven't seen their kids and then they've gone home to them. So what's the difference this time round? Um, we know it's long. We understand that. But, you know, in these tough times and the rare opportunity where we actually get to play our game and continue playing it throughout these, um, you know, crazy crazy situations, that it's, a, it's obviously a great chance to come out, um, put smiles on, on the supporters and the fans' faces by, by coming out and playing a series, which is so big. And something that is so important to obviously a lot of Australian and Englishmen. Yeah, absolutely, Sid. Let's hope it goes ahead. I'm sure it will. Um, now, mate, we've touched a little bit on your future going forward. You're obviously playing this year for the Strikers again in the BBL. Um, you'd like to play on another year in in Shield cricket. How long do you think you've got left? I know you're looking after yourself now extremely well. You're becoming super professional. How many years do you reckon you got left? Um, no, I think I think next year. Um, all touch wood. Um, I hear back from Tassie and they sign that and they hand that deal over and I'll, I'll play again next year. But nah, it looks like I'll try and play again next year, um, and then that'll be me done in Australia, especially first class cricket. Yeah. Um, Big Bash. I'd still like to play for a few more years. I know Hurricanes are obviously got a free spot up now after that last conversation that you had when uh, <laughs> when Jimmy was here. So a... <laughs> you listen to that one. Um, so I might be able to um, I might be able to take up that deal um, for the future seasons. But nah, I've still got big bash with strikers, uh, which I love. Love playing Adelaide Oval. Um, so yeah, I'd still look to play big bash. Um, still love going over to England to play, but um, definitely next year will be um, would be my last year in first class cricket. So still got a little bit of time, but um, not that long. Well, mate, thank you for joining us. We really do appreciate it, and we look forward to you applying your trade for the Tassie Tigers in the Shield when it does come up, mate. Thanks for joining us on Jack and Payne. Perfect, lads. Thanks for having me on. There you go. Uh, well, Payne, I'm really looking forward to, obviously, just dissecting the chat with Peter Siddle after this, but I'm also looking forward to hearing what you've got to say on the English cricket crisis. I'm going to call it a crisis because they <laughs> do not want to come out to our shores and play cricket over here. This is Jack and Payne on SEN. We'll be back after this.